How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Every win allows him just to bide his time a little bit more because he can trot out the line. These guys have earned their respect. They have earned the right for me to wait as long as I possibly can. So after a win like that one, that keeps them in the race and everybody out there can make their predictions of whether or not they think the Penguins are going to make it or not. But every win that keeps them in the race, Dubas can just sit back and say, I'm going to read the market while these guys play it out. That's Elliot Friedman on the 32 Thoughts podcast. He's... I think the preeminent hockey insider, that podcast is one of my favorite listens really after Steelers season when you start getting down to the trade deadline into the nitty gritty of the NHL season, getting closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs. He says that Kyle Dubas is just going to let this thing play out. And it's something that I argued yesterday. I think that's the pragmatic approach. You don't want to give up on a season when you've got Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and Eric Carlson. And the reason I'll include Carlson is because not only did Kyle Dubas include Carlson, but you acquire that guy not because you're in the midst of a rebuild. You acquire Eric Carlson because you want to get bad contracts off the books and you think he's going to help you make the playoffs. So I think every passing win, you hold on to your guys. Every loss makes it more likely that come March 8th, you trade your players. What I don't necessarily agree with, though, is Friedman's reasoning there. These guys have earned it. Again, I'll argue wait until the 8th. But if Dubas were to trade Gensel today and get a massive haul in return, I don't know that I'd be annoyed. He might be because he'd say, oh, well, you owe it to this core 
to wait until the 8th. No, you make your own luck, don't you? You earn it through your play. This year's team hasn't earned that benefit. It's Again, it's pragmatic to wait. But have they earned it? I would argue absolutely not. They haven't earned it. Not yet, but like I mean, it's like it's like you just get hired to be, you know, the head coach of Golden State, and they're, you know, what are they, eleventh or something in the West right now? And it's like you go in there, and I, I would say that I would bet that this team would figure it out. I would bet that Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Clay Thompson would figure it out because they have done it before. That's where I think that they've earned it. They've earned the right for us to wait to see if they can overcome what the obstacles are right now. They haven't earned anything yet this year. Crosby has. Yes, Crosby has. Crosby has. Latang a little bit. Yeah. You know, a, a little bit. Carlson, outside of the power play, a little bit. Uh, Malkin hasn't. But I, 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 t- I tend to agree from his sentiment saying that these guys have earned the right for us to wait to see what happens because of what they are capable of. And it's not like we're guessing here. We are guessing in a way. We have blind faith in a way. But we know that these guys can do something. And I, I'd be willing to wait to give them the opportunity to figure it out. Yeah, we are absolutely, no question about it, parsing this right now. Yeah. Because I understand that viewpoint. Hey, wait and see if these stars act like stars yes. and drag the rest of the team kicking and screaming, not necessarily into buyer mode but into non-seller mode. I understand that viewpoint. I don't buy into what Friedman's saying about they've earned it. They they have, I think, the benefit of the doubt that maybe they could turn this thing around, but, hey, these guys have earned us not selling. Actually, to this point, they've earned being sellers, if you catch what I'm putting down, if you're picking it up. Again, it's parsing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. You're saying for the moment, like right now, like the present. Yeah, they've actually earned seven points out of the third place in their division, and they've earned, what, ten points out of the second wild card spot. That's what this collective group has earned right now. So again, 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 I want to keep stamping down on this. I would wait, but not because this particular group has earned it. If they had earned it, we wouldn't even be talking about them being sellers right now. They have a body of work of 50 games. They'd have earned, oh, we're either buyers or we're standing pat. They have earned the discussion right now that they could be sellers. I would wait until the 8th, but not because these guys have earned it. I would wait until the 8th because I think there's a chance that these guys could pull themselves into contention, but I think those are two different things. Let's switch gears here. So Jim Rutherford is the general manager of the Vancouver Canucks. This season's been a failure. Last season, though, to me, Doran, is the big disaster. And I think one of the guys who has to own that is Jim Rutherford for the end of his tenure. Ron Hextall for his bad asset management. I know Penguins fans are really upset right now if this team doesn't make the playoffs, and I get that. The last few years are the great sin. Last year was really wasting maybe your last best chance to do something Because Malkin, what he was last year, was good enough to carry a second line. Mm -hmm. This year, Malkin has one goal in his last 19 games. He's got 42 points or whatever in 50-some-odd games. It looks to me like he can be a factor but not a difference maker. Last year, I still thought he was a difference maker. And I think Jim Rutherford has to own some of that. And I think, of course, Ron Hextall has to own that, too. Why does Rutherford have to own it? Because he just abruptly left? 
some of the decisions he was making at the end of his tenure were not good, and then Ron Hextall had to try to fix that, but Ron Hextall was not equipped at fixing that. I blame Hextall more because they did have room last year to augment and add to their bottom six. And their entire top six, Jason Zucker included, Crosby and Malkin, they all played just about every game. Mm -hmm. I think their top six missed six games overall. You've got to do a better job rounding out your roster. You've got to do a better job of building that up. Because if they had, they could have maybe made a run last year. Their top six, I think, was the envy of a lot of teams in the league. They were that good. One through six. And so this year... It's been a disaster, but I, I kind of wonder if they had added more, if Dubas had added more to the bottom six, what kind of a difference it really would have made because Malkin just doesn't have it. But last year, to me, I will look at as the big missed opportunity. And frankly, the year before that in the playoffs, too, they got hit with terrible luck with Jari getting hurt, Crosby with the concussion, right. Raquel getting hurt. Those two years, if we're looking back on the Penguins' quote-unquote dynasty a decade from now, the missed opportunities for me will probably be 2012 and 2013 where they lost to the Flyers and the Bruins and then last year against the Rangers or two years ago against the Rangers and then last year not being able to make the playoffs with a top six that was absolutely humming. So we're so not we're kind of placing blame on two general managers and I know how the Hextall tenure went. It wasn't great. But he was brought in and he had to fix a lot of things, right, from what Rutherford – when I'm picking up what you're putting down here. He had to fix some things that Rutherford left. And then now Dubas had to fix some things that Hextall left. There's only one common denominator here that is probably the issue. And that's head the coach? head coach. I mean, it's the same head coach but different GMs. Now, you, you, you bring people in to fix things, and I get that. Like, you got to fix things. you got to place people. you got to put people in the right spots and get the right players. But – that we're talking about we're talking about what what Friedman said they've earned the right to wait has Sullivan earned the right to wait as well even though that there's so many different times where they he was asked to be the hall or not the hall of fame but be the Stanley could be, yeah. could be, be, be the Stanley Cup winning head coach he once was and it hasn't really panned out yeah, he deserves a ton of criticism. Like, they talked about him, uh, or Dubas, what, last week said that he's good at developing players. Like, how many players has he developed since Rutherford has been here? Yeah, I don't I don't see that at all. I don't see that in the slightest. If that were the case, then we wouldn't be talking about this right now. We wouldn't be talking about Dubas adding more pieces to the bottom six. He would have developed the bottom six. Yeah, he let, Mike Sullivan did, Brian Rust, Jake Gensel in 2017, Connor Sheary in 2016, Matt Murray in 2016 all play and play the way that they wanted to play. And he took the mistakes. He took the lumps. And those guys grew into good players. Now, anytime there's a young guy, you got to play within our system, right? You got to play a specific way. And if you play outside of that, you find yourself eating press box nachos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think if he hadn't won the second Stanley Cup or if Fenway Sports Group never bought the Pittsburgh Penguins, I think he would have been fired after last year. And I think he probably should have been fired after last year. That's what I said. I said these rosters aren't good enough to contend for Stanley Cups. But I said the first time, and this is this is a take going back a few years, I said the first time Mike Sullivan doesn't make the playoffs, that's when you pull a trigger and you can fire the guy. Because the expectation at bare minimum yes. needs to be you make the playoffs. Because the roster wasn't as good. 
So it shouldn't be, oh, you either win the Stanley Cup, contend for the Stanley Cup, or that guy gets axed. But if you don't even make the playoffs, I said, that's when you should get rid of Mike Sullivan. And they didn't. And this year, I think there are two things they could have done. Two things they could have done to maybe jolt some life into this organization. That's make a Jim Rutherford move, which is to say make one long before the deadline to shake things up, as he did so often as Penguins general manager, or you press the nuclear button and you get rid of Mike Sullivan because that always seems to jog a team. Now, would it have made Malkin play better? Would it have made Carlson play better? I I can't answer that question. I think the answer is probably no on Malkin. But yeah, they should have fired him last year. They probably should have fired him at some point this year just to see if something changing would jolt them in the right direction. You can weigh in on the conversation, 412-928-9370, broad as it is. Uh, that's the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You can tweet us, brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. We can parse what Friedman said. You can also look at, as the Penguins take on Jim Rutherford's club tonight, You know, maybe it would have been different this year if Jim Rutherford were at the helm. The team would look different. That much I know. He would have tried to make a move if only for making a move for the sake of making a move. But sometimes you got to do that. Okay, coming up next, also on the 32 Thoughts podcast, Jeff Merrick, who I want to be when I grow up. He's got tattoos. He's all shredded, does the MMA stuff, talks hockey for a living. Would love to be that guy when I grow up. He had something very interesting to say about Sidney Crosby and the Hart Trophy. We'll do that. Coming up next, it is 6-13. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. Right now, it's an Austin Bechtold fan headline. Pitt basketball tonight, big game against Clemson. Both teams are currently tied for fifth place in the ACC behind Wake Forest, Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina at 9-7. and seven. Panthers are 18-9 overall. Pitt is 6-3 away from home. And the Panthers, according to Joe Lenardi, currently in the next, next four out in March Madness bracket pairings. While Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News also does a lot of work for Fox Sports, has Pitt basketball currently as one of the first four out teams with a chance to be able to make their way to the NCAA tournament. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for Marco to 937thefan.com. And now here's Doran. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania as the official sportsbook of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, crossbar parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Must be 21 and over. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. couple things. I want to correct something I said in the first segment. I was calling Rutherford the general manager of the Vancouver Canucks. He is the president of hockey operations. Same difference. Same thing. Patrick Alvin is the GM. You remember him from his time in Pittsburgh. Assistant GM in Pittsburgh, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so he's the official GM, but Jim Rutherford, the president of hockey operations. I just put this out on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. You know, say what you will about Jim Rutherford at the end of his Penguins tenure. If he were the GM right now, he'd have made a trade this year. He'd have made a trade, hockey trade, get a guy that wasn't working here to maybe find someone who wasn't working someplace else, make a trade, change his scenery, just for the sake of making a trade. And we saw that Rob Scuderi gets traded. 
for Trevor Daly. Trevor Daly wasn't working in Chicago. Rob Scuderi, definitely not working here in Pittsburgh. Hockey trade. Carl Hagelin wasn't working out in Anaheim. You had David Perron here. He wasn't playing as well as you'd hoped he would play. So you make that swap. He did that kind of thing all the time. He did that kind of thing way before the deadline. If his team was ever circling the drain, he would try to send a message. He would try to shake the lineup up. And, you know, I know we graded the job that Kyle Dubas has done this year back when he had that State of the Penguins address not that long ago. One of the things I wish he would have done is is pull a trigger on a move like that. They don't have a lot of assets to give up, but prospects, picks. But could you do a player-for-player swap? He'd have found a way to do that. Doesn't mean it would have worked. But I feel like Dubis has been sitting idly by, and he's he's kind of been he's been passive in the role as Penguins general manager. Do you think he's just taking time to really assess the situation that he's in? Like it's one thing to look from the outside and, and looking in, and then take the job and know that you have a core. But do you think he's still like kind of taking time to assess what's going on before he wants to strike, or well, do you think that's just his nature to be passive? If you buy what Friedman had to say that we talked about it in the first segment. If Dubis thinks this team has earned his patience, he would have thought that all year long, too. And if he has any hope that this team can win five of the next six games or whatever to not be sellers at the deadline, then a month, month and a half ago, he's probably thinking, oh, this team will finally find find their level. Like, they'll probably turn it around because we believe in the group. So that's probably what he was thinking. But you got to have a pulse of that thing. Rutherford always did. Didn't always make the right move, mm-hmm. but he would make a move. And they're never firing the coach. Like, that's just not – we can talk about it, whether they should, shouldn't, should have. They were never going to do it. But one thing they could have done is make a deal, and we haven't seen that from Kyle Dubas. And I wish we had. All right. How about this conversation? Jeff Merrick on the 32 Thoughts, the podcast, podcast. About Sidney Crosby after his four-point performance against the Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, even the most casual of hockey observers uh, can see what he is doing, uh, pulling in one direction while the, uh, you know, some of the forces of losing are pulling the other direction here. You know, that's the very definition of the Hart Trophy, Elliot. Regardless of they make the playoffs or not, and I know we're all, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs about Austin Matthews and 70 goals and automatic Hart Trophy and, you know, Nikita Kucherov just hit the century mark, and uh, Nathan McKinnon is doing Nathan McKinnon things on a consistent basis. We saw some more of that on Saturday on Hockey Night in Canada. But if you look at the very definition of what the Hart Trophy is, regardless of playoffs or not, tough to say no to Sidney Crosby when he's doing this. So Elliot Friedman would then push back and say, they're not going to make the playoffs. If you don't make the playoffs, you can't win the Hart Trophy. Now, that's true. That's not something that has happened. It's not true that it can't happen, though, however. Because here's the definition for the Hart Trophy. It's presented annually to the player adjudged to be most valuable to his team. Who fits that bill more than Sidney Crosby? You can argue Nikita Kucherov. He's got 102 points. I mean, he's la- he's lapped Sidney Crosby in terms of points. Crosby's 22nd in the league with 60 points. This guy's got 42 more points than Sid, and they're hanging on tooth and nail to a final playoff spot. If he were having a 75-point season, an 80-point season, a 90-point season, Tampa probably isn't in a playoff spot. So he would be my favorite. But Sidney Crosby probably deserves consideration. Like it, 
Sidney Crosby could be a top three Hart Trophy finalist. He would be in my book because of that definition. But I guess the bigger conversation then is, Doran, if you're going to be the MVP of any league, NHL, NBA, whatever, NFL, Major League Baseball, do you have to be a playoff team? Yes. Yes, I mean, I mean that's the ultimate goal is to get into the dance uh, of whenever the competition does really matter and argue the reason why and a part of the reason why your team is doing good. Like the, these trophies, these MVPs, they're individual awards that are based off of team's performance and what you do for your team and how your team does react to you being that type of player. That's how I look at the award. Like you're the most valuable player to your team, not the most valuable player, not the most valuable individual. Like it's what you can do. Like TJ Watt, like he's to me the most valuable defensive player in my mind because whenever he's not in there, they lose. They lose. Yeah. Like, are you helping your team get to a point whenever it's actually whenever it actually matters? If the Penguins did not have Sidney Crosby, they'd be bottom five in the NHL this There's year. There's no doubt. I think he merits consideration. I think he should be top three, even if they don't make the playoffs. And I'm not usually that kind of guy, but you have to consider where this club would be without him. You know, Nikita Kucherov, if they didn't have him, they're not in a playoff spot, Tampa. But I don't think they're bottom five in the league. Without Sidney Crosby, this team's probably bottom five in the league. Just look at the rest of the roster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Tampa's still got a whole bunch of talent. The Penguins are not blessed with that kind of talent. And you could tell me they've got Malkin. You could tell me they've got Carlson. Carlson hasn't played that well. And Malkin absolutely hasn't been Malkin. Malkin, (laughs) when you look at his stats, he's like 100th in the league in scoring. Like, you have to scroll and scroll and scroll to find Evgeny Malkin. He's 81st, my apologies, Mm -hmm. in scoring. 44 points in 55 games. A talent, sure, he's a shell of himself. Whereas you've got Steven Stamkos having a good season in Tampa, and you've got one of the best goaltenders in the entire National Hockey League. Same thing with Nathan McKinnon. You take Nathan McKinnon off of Colorado, they're still talented. They're not going to be bottom five in the league. Right. Connor McDavid is always meriting that consideration, but David Pasternak, who's fourth in the league, all these guys, their teams would still be okay. If you take Crosby off the Penguins, they're junk. They're garbage. And it goes back to what Kyle Dubas said. It's tough to bottom out when you've got that top-end talent, and the Penguins do have that in Sidney Crosby. I think I'd make the exception for him. And there was a, a few years ago, there was a weird heart trophy handed out. A few years ago, Taylor Hall won it. That's 2018. He was 15 points behind the league's leading point-getter. He was eighth in scoring, and he won the Hart Trophy. Because why? Well, they did make the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They lost in the first round. Postseason's not factored in. That wasn't a good hockey team. I thought he was deserving. I don't know that Sidney Crosby's deserving to win the award. I do think he should be one of the final three. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And I also think, Dorn, not to keep going on my soapbox here, I... He missed out on a Hart Trophy in 2011 whenever David Steckel and then Victor Hedman broke his head and his neck. If ever a guy deserved a Lifetime Achievement Award, I think Sidney Crosby deserves one. I do. Or at least consideration for the award. I think you could say consideration this year and without possibly making the playoffs. And you can kind of look back to the past, too, and how valuable he has been to the team for you know, yeah. over, over a decade. Lifetime achievement. And he, how about this? If they make the playoffs, you give it to him. No. 
if they make the playoffs, he's your Hart Trophy winner, in my opinion. And I'm totally biased. I understand I'm wearing it on my sleeve right now. If they make the playoffs, I don't know how you don't give it to that guy. Because they'd have been dead ass in the water without him. And you want to talk about the player adjudged to be most valuable to his team? If this team makes the playoffs, he dragged them there. If he'd be better on the power play, it would probably help too. A little bit. Mm -hmm. Coming up next, two trusted, long-tenured Steelers beat writers seem to indicate a position the Steelers will address in free agency. Will they actually go after a big name? That's coming up next. First, it's a Becky fan headline. Pens tonight against the Vancouver Canucks on the road. 10 p.m. puck drop. Pens have won two games in a row. Still seventh place in the Metropolitan Division standings. It's been a common spot for the Penguins all year. 60 points on the season. That is currently seven back of Philadelphia for third place in the Metro. But Philadelphia's played 59 games. The Pens 55. The Penguins also won this weekend against the Flyers. In the wild card race, Tampa Bay with 69 points. Nine more than the Penguins, who are currently six in the wild card race trailing the Islanders, Devils, and Washington Capitals before making their way to the Lightning and Red Wings. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis and Monroe Velt. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. Here's Crowley. Thank you, Austin. Belly fat. You bloated. You got love handles. You got those jowls on your face like Doran said I did a couple of weeks ago. Maybe you've got that lack of lean muscle. Maybe you're getting tired walking up the stairs. Maybe you got low libido. All those things could be signs that you've got low testosterone. Well, There are two kinds of guys in the world. Those who make excuses, those who get results. You want results? Go to Mentality, a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform their very best. Blood test from board-certified physicians is covered by insurance. If low testosterone is your problem, they'll fix it for you. If it's not your problem, they'll point you in the right direction. Go to the website, lowtusa.com. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You ever scratch your ear and you pull out a big potato? Yep. Yeah, it just happened to me. I saw it. Yeah, it was nasty. That was sick. Anybody watching on the web stream, 937thefan.com, they would have seen that. That was nasty. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I smelled it, too. You'd have to check the tape. Sometimes I do that. Why? When I'm alone. I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. It's very gross. I'm not going to lie, but it, you, yeah, I kind of want to know. The weirdest thing is when you'll get the potato coming out. The potato. The earwax. Like, I vigorously Q-tipped yesterday. And stuff comes out, but then sometimes the day after that or later on in the day, you, you get some residual laying in there. You loosened it up. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. Yeah. How deep do you go with the Q-tip? Mm, I don't want to flirt with disaster. I touch my brain. Do you really? I go oh. so deep. Oh. I've had ringing in my ears my entire life, tinnitus. It's not good. I have to sleep with like a fan or white noise or the TV on or else my ears are ringing like crazy. They thought I had a tumor back in the day. It doesn't matter. I think it's probably because I Q-tip too vigorously. How long have you had the ringing going on? Like you're talking Since about? Since about eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. It's really bad when I drink. Like if I'm laying in bed and I'm drunk, oh my God. It's Nuh-uh. terrible. It's awful. Yeah. No kidding. Like this job probably doesn't help. No, concerts, sporting events, all those things. I'm going to go deaf at some point, <laughs> which would be bad for radio, but good for some of the listeners who don't like me. All right. How about this? Mark Caboli says the Steelers should be able to add a veteran stud defensive lineman in free agency. A veteran stud, Doran. The two guys mentioned, Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins and DJ Reader from the Bengals. DJ Reader on PFF graded out in the 80s, which is very high. Christian Wilkins graded out in the mid-70s, which is a good number, and also had nine sacks this year. So he wrote that in The Athletic. Jerry Dulac wrote that the Steelers' positions of need in the draft are inside linebacker, center tackle, corner, and safety. He did not mention defensive line when talking about needs in the draft, and he's been banging the drum for a defensive lineman, Doran, since midway through this season. Any chat he's been in, Steelers need to address D-line first round of the draft. Now it's not a need. That tells me they're going to go after that position in free agency. So the question I think is this. On a defense that's already had so much money poured into it, are Steelers fans, are you okay with them pouring more money into the defense? 412-928-9370. Um, depends on how much money. Depends on how much money. Because, I mean, you still need some some offensive weapons or even offensive protection. Like, I, you, you do need a, a big-time stud at D-line. Like, I mean, I think that's very obvious. As if you watch the games last year, Cam Hayward obviously not getting any younger. Um, you you like Keanu Benton, what he could bring to the table, but he's a young guy. You want to get a stud defensive lineman. If I were to spend money on defense first, I think we talked about this yesterday. I'd I'd go corner. Yeah. On the outside, knowing that you have to go against uh, that. T. Higgins just got franchise tagged. That uh, you know Jamar Chase is still there. You still got Amari Cooper. You got uh, you know you got Zay Flower. These teams that you're playing against in the North have a good batch of receivers that need cover, but. I, I wouldn't hate it if the guy was 
of the ilk of like you know making some big time. Yeah, if we're talking DJ Reader, right, or Christian Wilkins, yes. I mean that does that's tantalizing to me. I would rather spend big money on a corner. I'd rather get Jalen Johnson, the guy formerly of the Bears. Maybe the Bears are still interested in bringing him back. Who knows? And when he hits free agency, if they allow that to happen, he's going to make a lot of money. I would rather spend the money on corner. But I don't have problem spending money on defense. I think if they were to do that, get a reader, even get a Jalen Johnson, two massive positions of need, the defensive line and corner, I do think you'd have Steelers fans, some, say, Again, spending money, pouring money into this defense. They're one of the highest paid defenses in the league. Now they're now they're using more monetary assets to address that. I think you would annoy some people because that's what happened last offseason. That was a big topic of conversation. How much do you really need to spend on defense? Why are you giving Alex Highsmith this contract extension? To me, I've never looked at it that way. Draft picks are assets. Cap space is assets. You got money and you got picks. Find a way to build the best roster possible. I don't care if you have to spend a bunch of money on defense when you've got a young offense. That's never, that's never concerned Mm-mm. me. And I really don't get it why people get all caught up on that. Because they like the glitzing. They want to see they want to see points. They want to see yards. As long as you are able to add to your offense in some way through the draft, through free agency, it doesn't matter to me how you get to be good. If you're spending a bunch of money on defense and you win, great. If you spend a bunch of money on offense and you win and you're like the Chiefs and you've got that young defense but you got to pay your quarterback, whatever it takes to win, mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't think spending big money on a corner or on one of those two defensive linemen like Kaboli suggested, I don't think that that hurts your chances of winning. You would just then dive headfirst into adding offense in the draft. It's but it's like I mean I I I mean I have an offensive mind. It's like okay, do I spend money and get a big time defensive lineman like DJ Reader, or do I just say bleep it and go pay somebody like Mike Evans, you know, like a receiver that's like dynamic that mm-hmm. can go out there and and just change a game. Like me, I would pay the receiver. I would pay the receiver because that scores points. That scores points and. You need to put weapons around your quarterback. And whether it's protection weapons or what skilled weapons, I that's how I would approach it at this point right now is we need more weapons. We need people that can break open a game. Can a defensive lineman do that? Not really, but he would help in a, in a, in a big way. But it's just defensive and offensive perspective that I think people get caught up in. And I do too. I do too. I would pay a big-time receiver over paying a big-time defensive lineman. I'd find a defensive lineman in the draft. Where do we come down on that? 412-928-9370. We'll take a peek ahead at one of the most trusted draft insiders' big boards on just what might be available in the top 32 picks to the Pittsburgh Steelers because you got to fold that into the conversation. Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Jeff Hathorne going to join us in about 16 minutes. Right now, it's a Bechtold fan headline. Pirates host the Atlanta Braves spring training action at 1 o'clock. You can hear it on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA, Pitt Basketball, hear that tonight here on the fan against Clemson at 7, six, at 7 o'clock. 6.30 begins our pregame coverage. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 93.7thefan.com. Jeff Hathorne in 10 minutes. The 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Route 19 and Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We were just laughing off air because we are all Justin Fields to the Steelers out. 
But yet yesterday, Dominique Foxworth said the Steelers should get Justin Fields. Ryan Tannenbaum said the Steelers should get Justin Fields. Mike Greenberg said the Steelers should get Justin Fields. Tim Hasselbeck said the Steelers should get Justin Fields. We want this, well, we want this to happen, but we also want this to die. Mm-hmm. But every time you turn on ESPN, every time you turn on the dang NFL network, Justin Fields, Steelers, Justin Fields, Steelers, Justin Fields, Steelers, it's crazy. And Albert Breer says that if he gets traded, it's going to happen this week at the NFL Combine. Should we say Justin Fields again for the rest of the show, or should we not? No. Okay. We, but we can we can we can work around it. We can. Well, we it. got Brad Spielberger at eight o'clock. We'll see if the asking price on Fields has changed. We could just say the current quarterback of the Chicago Bears. We don't <laughs> say his name. I am Fields'd out, man. Me too. So I looked at a big board yesterday. I've been looking at mock drafts. It's that kind of season, S-Z-N, because the NFL Combine is you, this You week. love mock draft season, don't you? Are you a big mock draft guy, right? I, I don't know if I do it because I like it or if I do it because it's it's like nicotine. I can't quit it, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, Anytime someone tweets out a mock draft or a big board, I am obligated, I feel like, to click on it. So Daniel Jeremiah's came out. And Daniel Jeremiah thinks really good. All these guys, people are going to have their personal preferences. I happen to think Jeremiah is really good. So I started calculating math. What positions he had the most players in in his top 50. And yesterday we were talking about whether or not the Steelers should sign a tackle or a corner in free agency. I said corner, you said tackle. There are eight tackles ranked in his top 32. Now, this isn't a mock draft. In a mock draft, if there's eight tackles going in your top 32, it doesn't necessarily mean there's eight first-round quality tackles, just that teams who are tackle needy uh-huh. might reach to grab a guy. He's got eight tackles in his top 32. Of the 32 top prospects in this draft, he thinks there's eight. Wow. Eight that are worthy of a first-round selection. So I don't think I'm addressing that in free agency. I think you can get a good one in the first round. Or the second. Perhaps. I mean, now, the second. We do see tackles get overdrafted because teams are desperate to fix their offensive lines. I think it's probably the weakest position in the NFL, in my opinion. You agree with that? Offensive line play? It's pretty bad. Like, on the whole. Mm. I think the Steelers were able... In what way? I don't think you get as many great offensive linemen anymore coming from the weird spread offenses that are necessarily Mm ready-made in the NFL. Guys who are good run blockers, maybe not such good pass blockers because the ball comes out of the hand so quick. Like, I think there's a dearth. Okay. You like that word? A dearth, yes. I think there's a dearth in the league. And that's why I think the Steelers drafted well for so long because you had Villanueva, you had Pouncey, you had DeCastro. You didn't have to reach for offensive linemen. And so other teams, they're going to reach for offensive linemen. Good players fall into your lap. I think that's one of the reasons the Steelers have been successful for so long. But eight tackles in the top 32. Five corners in the top 32. The other thing I thought was interesting on Daniel Jeremiah's big board is that Jackson Powers Johnson from Oregon, the interior offensive lineman, he's 35th on his big board. Zach Frazier, the West Virginia center, comes in at 37. So in his mind, if the Steelers were to take one where they pick in the first round, they'd be reaching on either one of those players. Could one of them fall? I mean, pie in the sky, best case scenario for the Steelers in the draft for me, Doran, is you get one of those eight tackles with your first round pick, and one of those two, Jackson Powers, Johnson, or Zach Frazier, is there at 52. Well, what I would do if this was the case, and I knew that there was a plethora of offensive 
linemen and especially tackles in this draft. And if somebody like Dan Jeremiah, where I agree with you, he does a very good job. So he's a guy that if I were to look at this stuff, he would be the guy, one of the guys that I would look at. If I were the Steelers and my board is similar to this and I had eight offensive potential tackles to be first rounders, which we know that that's not the case, but I would trade out of the first round and I would get two second round picks. So trade back. I'd trade back. Feel like one of those eight offensive linemen would fall to you. Yes. And then you would accrue more picks. I would get I would get a tackle and then I would get the center in the second round. You hopefully would get an earlier second round pick. Yes. To get the tackle or the center, whatever one. Like if powers if powers uh if he drops. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. If center is their biggest need going into the draft, which a lot of people yesterday on social media when we put out our poll said, center, why didn't you include center, center, center? We were talking about free agency. If that's their biggest need in the draft and both of those guys don't fit in the top 30, 32 of his big board. There's only going to be one. If, you're taking if, a risk, but if, yeah, I could see that. If anything, there's only going to be one center getting drafted in the first round. You think? Yes. We'll see what the combine provides. We'll see if these guys shoot up any of these big boards after the NFL combine. Because we're still, weirdly enough, early on in this process. How many corners are on that list? You have that five. Video? There's five. Okay. Yeah, five corners. And only a couple of defensive linemen, which is why I think the Steelers are going to get one in free agency. Mm-hmm. Dulac seems to think so. Caboli seems to think so. I think there's only two or three defensive linemen, like true defensive linemen, not edge guys. Mm-hmm. So... Doesn't look like it's that strong. And a couple of them are in the top 15. Coming up next, Jeff Hathorne's going to join us. Big pens and pit games tonight. I mean, absolutely massive. The deadline looms for the Penguins. You got the combine. So much to get into with Jeff Hathorne. First, though, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.